This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Colossians. there to be as he words it here that their hearts may be encouraged you, you don't like look I don't like looking out and, and knowing you know that half of you are depressed or or several of you are are going through such difficulties that you can barely hold it to you know it breaks my heart to know that just like it does yours if, if you're a parent or a grandparent when you see your children your grandchildren suffering Those that have God's heart of compassion do not wish to see others suffering. When we witness the suffering of our children or grandchildren, it breaks our heart just as it breaks the heart of the Heavenly Father when we suffer. Pastor Robert reminds us today that Jesus is the Good Shepherd. He hurts when we hurt because He tenderly cares for us. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with part one of today's message in Colossians chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. Colossians chapter 2, for I want you to know what a great conflict I have for you and for those in Laodicea and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh. Paul had never met most of these people. Remember, he wrote this letter from prison. The, the church in Colossae, the church in Laodicea, had probably started out of his ministry in, in Ephesus, and, and most of these people didn't, didn't know him. But he says, I, I want you to know what a great conflict I have for you guys, and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love and attaining to all riches of the full assurance of understanding to the knowledge of the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Now this I say, lest anyone should deceive you with persuasive words, for though I'm absent in the flesh, yet I'm with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. Faith is the issue there. You didn't receive him by working your way into his good graces. You received him by faith. So walk in faith in Christ, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you've been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit. According to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. Now, listen, we're going to stop right there, and and that's a mouthful. If if we were really going to do that justice, we could probably spend several days on it and break it out into a full, you know, seminar. But we're not going to try to do that. We're just going to 
touch on a couple of things together. Three things that I want us to look at. The first one is the heart of a shepherd. Paul, is, as he shares his own heart, he communicates to us the heart of a, of a shepherd, the heart of a pastor. He says that even though he hadn't met most of them, they'd not seen his face in the flesh. These were not people who knew him well, like the folks in Philippi, the folks in, in Ephesus. But even so, he said, I want you to know what a great conflict I have. Now, the Greek word that he used actually means agony. He said, I, I want you guys to understand how I'm agonizing over your spiritual well-being. Again, the heart of a shepherd, the heart of, of your father in heaven. He agonizes over us. You know, we don't often think about that, but we should. The, the emotions that you and I experience, we experience because he deliberately gave them to us, and they're an expression of his own heart. Jesus said in more than one place, he said, if you then, how much more? Your father in heaven. You know, if, if it's your desire to be good to your children, how much more your father in heaven? So important that we understand his heart and that we always remember that because the enemy challenges it in our thinking at, at every crossroads. He'll want to convince you that that's not the case, that God in heaven is, is either unconcerned, disinterested, or impotent. He can't do anything about it. He's not paying any attention. He doesn't really care what's happening in your life. Or he's playing games with you. That's the one that he really likes to throw at you, that your Father in heaven's playing games with you. None of those things are true. And we see it expressed here. We see it in Paul's heart. He was agonizing over them. You know, in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, 2 Corinthians 11 is where Paul, um, he, he writes about everything that he endured for the sake of the gospel. All of the persecutions, all of the beatings and the shipwrecks and, you know, all, all of the, the, the trials and difficulties that he went through as he set about communicating the good news of Jesus Christ around his world. And as he wraps up that passage about that, he, he says, besides the other things, what comes upon me daily, my deep concern for all the churches. Paul says, you know, I, I, I think about this a lot. And you know what? The older I get, the more I can identify with that. You know, because you, in, you invest in people's lives and, and then... You, you see them get, well, sidetracked, distracted, whatever you want to call it, but, but you, see, you see major mistakes. You see them not just fall into sin, but do a swan dive. You know, it's like, let me just go for it here, full blast, and wreck and ruin their lives and the lives of others in the process. You see families destroyed. I completely understand what Paul's saying. I, he says, I agonize over your well-being. What exactly was his concern? Well, he, he lays it out. That their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love. Listen, may, and, I, and I don't know if this is going to make sense or not. How many of you have families? You're, I mean, your parents, you're, you are parents or you are grandparents. You know, you have children, you have grandchildren. Now, I want you to think about this with me for a little bit. When you, when you see your family, you want there to be some cohesion, right? I mean, you want the brothers and sisters to get along. You want the, the family unit to at least be in harmony. They don't have to agree about everything, but, but be in harmony. You know, you want to be able to have dinner together without somebody getting knocked out, you know, verbally or otherwise. In the same way, 
the heart of a pastor, you know, for me, when I look at the congregation, what I see in a, in a sense here is an extended family. And so you, you want there to be, as he words it here, that their hearts may be encouraged. You, you don't like, look, I don't like looking out and, and knowing, you know, that half of you are depressed or, or several of you are, are going through such difficulties that you can barely hold it to, you know, it breaks my heart to know that. Just like it does yours, if, if you're a parent or a grandparent, when you see your children, your grandchildren suffering. Now, I know it's different, and I'm not trying to say it's the same, but I'm trying to give you a picture of Paul's heart, and to some extent mine, but more importantly, the heart of your Father in heaven. And he goes on, there, you know, being knit together in love. Now, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but it's important to at least notice that he didn't say knit together by agreement, knit together by doctrine, knit together, fill in the blank. What he says is is by love. You know, there's a choice. I've learned something. My dad and I love each other deeply, but we disagree about almost everything. You know what I mean? I mean, we disagree. If we... Politics, we're going to disagree. Even if I start talking about the Bible, we're probably going to disagree. And to be honest, to some extent, I have to just walk on eggshells a little bit. In order to maintain harmony when I'm there on a visit, I just need to not go there. It's like the young couple that I did premarital counseling for about 15 years ago. We're systematically going through different things, you know, and and at one point, you know, they, we, we had met together several times. I knew them both really well. We're sitting in my office, and, and I looked at them, and, and I said, so what do you think? You going to make it? Still want to get married? And the husband, you know, and they've been married now 15 years, but he looked at me, he looked at her. He kind of chuckled. He looked back at me. He said, yeah, we just can't talk about politics. They realized early on, they disagreed about politics. Weren't, they just were not going to be able to go there. Now, I don't know if that's still the case 15 years later. Probably not, but maybe so. But they're knit together by love. They've made a decision. Listen to me. Love means that two people agree to die together. We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through the radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you were listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook page and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor, and we want to let you know how you can help partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. 
Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. Be sure to join us next time on this same station at this same time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.